Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Tosha. Let's start episode uh, 308 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by uh, Jaco. And he writes, Dear Vidas, thank you for your daily posts. It is really an inspiration. I really like Bach's Toccata in D, Dorian. It is a piece that feels like it has a perpetual motion. Something always keeps moving in it. It is quite a difficult piece to master, but I decided to learn it. The edition I am playing from is the new 2012 Urtext, Breitkopf and Hertel edition. It indicates a trill in measure 29 on the top E in the right hand. Uh, and we are looking at this long trill right here. And Jaco continues writing in his question. However, it does not indicate when this trill should stop. The note is held on for another two measures. When should that trill stop? I don't know how to play the right hand in measure 30 if the trill has to continue, since a lower voice starts with that hand halfway through measure 30. Uh, so in measure 30, on the second half of that measure, right hand, 16 notes enter. And if you, if you were to continue this trill, it would be impossible to play double 16 notes in, in the left hand, right? In in parallel 6, Osha. What do you think? Well, unless you would use the 5th and 4th finger to make the trill. Oh, that's... <laughs> that's torture. <laughs> it is. Or maybe you could play those, you know, 16 notes with your left hand. But you see, can can many people play double parallel six I don't in think that so. tempo? In in a really fast tempo. But it would be so nice to have that trill, you know, until the measure thirty one where you have those chords. Mm-hmm. In a cadence. At least uh, in the middle of 30, 
when the right hand enters with 16 too but you say you would you would uh, try to play it with the left hand right both both uh, voices that move in 16 notes <laughs> that's one of the possibilities Technically, but it could be done because yes, it could be done. because the distance between those two parts is not more than one octave. So technically, if you're good with left hand, it could be done. But in reality, not too many people can do this. Yes. So then you sacrifice something. Well, yes, but you know, in general, while using you know <laughs> sense of your mind, I I think you would stop playing that trill when you know, the second voice in the right hand enters. Mm -hmm. That's what the I'm thinking The middle of the too. measure. 30. That's right. Is that measure 30? Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's our our solution. And I think Jaco uh, feels that way too, because it's impossible really to, to play perfectly the long trill and both voices in the left hand, unless you are a virtuoso. I think that's what Bach, you know, meant to to play that trill until, you know, the 16th enters in the right hand. What about uh, playing a short trill, just f uh, like four or five notes? I, I don't think it will work in this, in this piece. Could mm -hmm. we go to the score back, please? Because, you know, as Jaco already told, that it's perpetual motion mm -hmm. in this piece. And it starts right away, you know, with both hands, and then, you know, pedal comes in here, and then you have that thrill in the right hand. And if you want to play it, or you do it very short, then, you know, I don't think it will be good for for that sense of, you know, motoric mm -hmm. movement. I just have to double check um, the older edition from 19th century, uh, um, from 1861, Bach Gesellschaft what does it say? Um, if, it's, if it's a long trill or a short trill, it might be something different. And sometimes 19th century solutions are better than 21st century solutions. Well, it's good to know more ways when one, you know, and mm -hmm. to check more editions. Okay, let's see. We're looking now and trying to find. Yes. This drill okay. is in parentheses in, in Bach Gesellschaft Ausgabe. So you could play it or you could not play it, so, uh, I guess. I would play it because if you would just have that long note. Mm -hmm. True. So then Jaco has uh, another question. He writes, I know the piece has to be played articulate legato. However, it does sound quite nice if the first two semi-quavers on the motif on beat 1 and 3 are slurred, played legato. I have heard it on some recordings as well. Would this be considered acceptable to do? Um, 
That's a very fast tempo. And it is. In such a fast tempo. It's my sound legato. Right. Actually, I don't I don't believe you know, but somebody you know on purpose play those two semi squares legato. I think it's just a feeling you get when it's played in a fast tempo. And because you have to emphasize the strong beat, that's why it sounds like that too. Because you make the first note longer. longer. That's right. But somehow to try on purpose to play it legato, I wouldn't do it. Plus, maybe the acoustics environment will make it sound legato. True, true. But the organist probably would still play with articulation. It's different from what the organist does and what the listeners hear. That's right. Interesting piece. Because if you, you know, play legato on purpose, then you might get a mess, or your listeners might hurt a mess. I play, played this piece many years ago, when I was still a student. And um, I struggled with, with playing it in an even manner, because it's a simulatoric piece, like a toccata. And and after a while, if it after a few pages, it gets quite difficult. Just like in Vivaldi Bach Concerto, the minor, the the last movement. And it's like C minor prelude from Well Tempered Clavier, the first volume. Mm-hmm. Also very motoric. Yes, organists have to develop good patience while working on this piece. Otherwise, uh, we can lose sense of meter. True. Mm. And I think it would be a crucial point you know, in Toccata. If you would lose your sense of motion, you know that sense of meter, your Toccata would be lost too. I wonder how Jaco is practicing the fugue he doesn't say anything because the fugue is uh, I think even more complex true with so much canonic motion yes because in the toccata there is not much you know polyphonic devices but you know fugue is another thing Mm -hmm. and uh, sometimes the fingering is tricky that's why we made uh, fingering and pedaling for both toccata and the fugue uh, of the Dorian. Yes. And uh, hopefully people can uh, practice efficiently using our score too. Okay, guys, thank you, uh, Jacob, for this wonderful question. And others, please keep sending us your feedback and your stories. We'd love helping you grow. Uh, And remember, when you practice... Miracles happen. This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online, where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. 
here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, the site reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for SS courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner and I have committed to taking the time to get it right as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vida thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total dash organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video, how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.